everyone and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Chit Chat. I'm Alice and today Octavia is not here. She's resting and recovering from her semester. So it's just me and my white guest who won't be speaking all that much um, as that would really negate the whole Black Girl Chit Chat part. But it's just here to bounce some ideas off of me, leave some comments, and be entertaining as ever. We have Brooke Sheeran. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was the best introduction I've ever heard. And yes, I am white, but I'm funny for it. Alice is a mom, but I know that I am. She's not funny. She is white. Anyway, <laughs> she's been on the podcast before um today we're going to be talking about a lot of things we're going to be talking about the body positivity movement fat phobia the beauty industrial complex the fitness movement all I the know the beauty industrial complex was a thing i've never I heard that before it on my own <laughs> oh <laughs> that's so funny because it sounded real <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, so that's what we're going to be discussing today. Um, I made a little list of some of the points I wanted to hit, so I'll pull that up. Um, let's start with a little rant that I went on, I think, last week on Instagram, if you follow me there. I went on a rant on Instagram because I bought a new bra and it didn't come in my skin tone, but it was like labeled as nude but it was like nude for white people. And I had been looking for a bra for like days and days. And I looked on like 50 websites and Brooke even tried to help me look. And neither of us could find a bra that came in my size and the style that I wanted it in and my color, which was very disturbing and irritating. Which, yeah, to also give context, the style she wanted was not like this crazy style. Yeah. like explain I just wanted a balconette bra which is a really like normal style for a bra sometimes they're called balcony bras it's basically a bra that instead of the cup like curving like in a triangle shape it's more of like a rectangle shape like the top of it is just like a straight across line um so that was basically not working it was very annoying finally I also got what I don't want this whole episode to be me interrupting you, sorry. But I was going to say also, <laughs> your size is not that crazy, but also a little unique because, you know, you're like a band 32. Yeah. And I'm also a band 32. And most band 32s, from what I've seen also, only go up to triple D max. And you are a J. Yeah. And US sizes. In UK, I'm a double G. And those seem to be like, the British manufacturers seem to be pretty much the only people that make that size. Like there's not a lot of American brands that make a 32J. So I don't know if it's an America problem. I don't know. But anyway, I went on a rant on Instagram complaining about this. And I got so many messages from other people saying they have the same issue finding bras either like in their size because there you just have really big boobs or in their color or they just like have trouble finding clothes in general because I this will lead into my other rant but basically um this 
bra, just a, I needed just a 32 double G or J, they're the same size, in my skin color, and I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet in 2020, almost 2021. And it's not like I went to one store and they didn't have it. Like I went on so many websites and I could not find this bra. So I ended up dyeing it myself. Um, long story short, I dyed it too dark of a brown, but at least now it's brown and not like a white tan nude, which why would I want that? Also, it's someone asked me um, like why I would want a nude bra anyway. And I told them because when you get up to my bra size, they don't make cute bras. Like they don't make bras in fun colors and patterns. So it's the only bras are nude, but the nude that they have is white, black, or tan. They don't have a brown nude. So it's like, I literally have no choice but to get a new bra because my bra size is so like, um, what is the word? Extra basically. <laughs> It's so they want you to look ugly, which yeah. will lead to your other rant later, but exactly. But when I did go to look up if my bra size is that rare, the thing is the average bra size of the American woman is a 34, was it triple D or double D? Anyway, a 34, like double to triple D. Was Wait. it 34? I thought it was 38. I thought it was 34. Who cares? It was over a 32, which is like pretty small still in the waist. And it was way over an A, which seems to be what brands think is average. So the point of all this was to say that for some reason, bras that are over a size D and over a band, probably like I'd say 36 and up, they're very ugly, they're very hard to find, and they are very, very expensive. My bras are usually around $70. And it makes no sense because if the average woman's bra size is like a 34 double D, why then is it so hard to find bras in that size? And that leads into the bigger issue of plus sized, that's in quotes, clothing and just fashion, the fashion industry and clothing industry in general and how they view bodies that are not like a size zero, which is basically everyone because the average person is simply not that skinny. It might have felt that way in middle school and high school when you were prepubescent and everyone was a size zero because everyone was like a toddler. But I know that once you guys like grow up and go to college, you notice that the average person is not a size zero. Anyway, that is to say the beauty industry, the clothing industry, the fashion industry, they're all in this game together that I will now be calling the beauty industrial complex um, to make you believe that what you are is unacceptable and that it has to be fixed. This also ties into fitness. So basically my understanding of what I have coined the beauty industrial complex, which is probably a term that someone else already coined themselves. It's not that clever, Brooke. <laughs> the, my understanding of this term is that no so it ties in like when you wake up in the morning and you see a pimple and you think you need to fix it and you go get curology where you go to sephora and buy all these skincare brands then you look in the mirror again and you notice that your stomach is not completely flat so you go to the gym to try to work out then after weeks of working out you go to brandy melville and you put on the one size fits all skirt and it is not fitting all. 
<laughs> so then you go back to the gym and you try and you try to work out and you buy smoothies and you um do, do all these pimple treatments and you look the same and after months you've spent thousands of dollars trying to be skinny trying to have perfect skin and trying to be perfect basically and it didn't work that is the beauty industrial complex i think something else that i wanted to mention from what you had said earlier was that like i think our concepts of sizes are very wrong like i think that like for example when you say like um not everyone's a size zero people may think in their heads well also not everyone is like a size like 16 and their idea of a 16 is like very very different than what it actually is and like I think that like people that you see that you would think like oh they're skinny whatever that means like we're using all these words in quotes today but like oh they're skinny they're definitely going to be like an eight or a ten like our concept of everything is so worse because in movies for example this always sticks my head in Devil Wears Prada when she was like we don't carry sizes over six like you don't even know what a six is you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was going to be my next point to hit on. Um, the sizing issue. <sighs> so after I tried to find um, my bra, I was like, I like this little cute tennis skirt trend. And I used to have two, well, I used to have a couple tennis skirts, but I grew out of them when I got thick. <clears throat> and <laughs> I need to get a new one for my new thick body. Um <laughs> Anyway, I looked everywhere. Um, my waist measurements, they used to be like 36, but and I said that on Instagram, but I remeasured and now it's like a 34, but still not like a 30, not like a 28. I looked like any website I could. Like I checked American websites, I checked Australian websites, I checked fast fashion, I checked sustainable brands. I couldn't find a white pleated skirt that or a white tennis skirt that came with a waist that was larger than 31 inches. Now you may be thinking, well, you're just a fatty. Like, why is that my problem? <laughs> but the thing is, 31 inches is not large. Yeah. Um, I don't know that you guys know your waist measurements and you wouldn't know if you don't sew your own clothes probably because I didn't even know my own waist measurements until I started like making my own clothes or like altering my clothing because you have to know your measurements, obviously. But the average person doesn't know because when you buy bottoms, skirts, when you buy pants, it doesn't say on the band what the waist measurement is, unless you wear men's clothing. I usually, I like a lot of times I actually do buy men's jeans because they say the waist measurements and they're always made out of actual denim, whereas women's jeans are made out of cotton. Weird. Anyway. If you don't but wear men's clothing, you probably have noticed that there are no actual measurements on women's clothing. Um, obviously, men's and women's clothing don't exist. Like, it's just clothes. But these are just the labels I'm using because that's what it is in the store. But for women's bottoms, it's usually size 0, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. You never really find anything above a 12, though, if you're in stores. But most stores don't even go by the 046 system. They go by like 28, 30, 32. 32 is going to be like the largest you'll ever see in stores. Smallest you're going to see is probably size 22, which those sizes are also not waist measurements. 
if you have a 32 inch pants, you most likely have a 34 to 36 inch waist. If you have pants that say 28 on them, you're probably 30. Don't ask me why, I don't know. And then the other sizing obviously is like small, medium, large, which <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but all this is to say that you probably buy pants and you don't know what your waist measurement is. And when you buy pants, you're just saying, okay, well, I'm a size six, I'm a size eight. But if you knew that a size six was maybe like um, 20, let's say, I would say like 27, 28 inches is a size six. So when you're thinking about what is a size zero, that's like a 20 inch waist. What adult woman has a 20 inch waist? Again, I don't think they understand what 20 inches is. A 20 inch waist would be the size of maybe like an 11 year old. Like someone who doesn't have hips or boobs, like no other body, just literally a straight line is not wide in any sort of way. These are a literal child. Even like the skinniest people I know are not gonna have a 20 inch waist. Like you're, if you have recently lost a lot of weight or you just have a really small waist, your waist is probably gonna be like 26 inches. So yeah. the fact that 26 inches is still a size, about size six, and a zero would be like almost impossible to attain is disturbing. And it's disturbing for the same reason as the bra sizes, because they're trying to make you think that a zero is the standard. And as you go up, you're getting abnormal. When in reality, the standard is a size 12, guys. The average size of an American woman is a size 12, which means that everything close to a zero is actually extremely abnormal. So why is it when you go in the stores, there's nothing above a size 12? Which is gonna be about a size um, around the waist, around 36 inches, like 34 to 36. Let's also highlight the fact that all of these pant sizes that I was talking about and skirt sizes are so variable. As something that is a size zero in one store is not going to be the same size zero at another store. For example, something that's a size zero in Hollister is not the same size zero at H&M, which is not the same size zero at Brandy Melville. Something that might be a size large in Forever 21 is not the same as Shein. Let's talk about Shein. Because <laughs> when I was getting desperate, started looking on Shein, a large to them is a 30 inch waist. <laughs> um, you don't understand what that is you know brooke brooke has a 30 inch waist if you've seen her instagram obviously she's skinny like objectively so obviously not like the skinniest person in the world like someone who would be maybe smaller even than like kendall jenner i'd say who's like extremely tall and weighs like 100 pounds like if you're nowhere near a size large in your mind yeah exactly like if the average person like the average like whatever sorority girl uh, probably those people aren't listening to this but like whatever your average is in your mind they are like oh I wear 26 first of all you don't have a body like it's completely straight no butt no boobs whatever but second of all you like your concept of large may be different and I think my concept of large is different just because we've like been created in a world where like we think large is so bad and then I was like I am all large but like 
I don't think most people would think I'm a large, but the sides that are just completely warped is what I'm trying to say. So, like, I think most people would think of a large as someone about my size, like, has a butt and when and boobs. And when you have those things, your waist is just obviously going to be larger because, like, it it would look really weird and, like, disturbing if it was tiny. And you're just going to be, like, plumper because if you have fat in certain areas, they're going to be in other areas, like, on your stomach. So like I Kim feel, Kardashian isn't real, as I'm sure exactly. you all know. <laughs> like if you went to my Instagram, like and you looked at me, you'd be like, "Yeah, she looks about like a size large." And if you looked at Brooke, you'd be like, "Yeah, she looks maybe like a small or like leaning towards medium." And then um, when you actually see the sizes, they're saying that Brooke is a large or an extra large, and I'm like a four XL. Huh? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> so then when you're seeing people who are actually 4XL, obviously that's not like a problem or anything. Yeah, exactly. Saying, like that is their size. They still can't even wear those sizes and they have to, they don't make clothes for them. Yeah. Like I always wondered where people get clothes. And recently after like I, Alice has experienced these kinds of things and like I like I guess I have too, but like more so through helping me like try to find things. I just like noticed that like literally where do people buy clothes? Because I know that the average person is not sorority girl like type of person. You know what I mean? The average person is literally a size 36 to 38 waistline. And those, I couldn't find some, a skirt in that size. So, and the thing is you're saying like, oh, it's just a skirt. Like there has to be somewhere. Like what about a plus size store? No, the problem is plus size stores sell clothing that they think fat people want to wear. Also, don't you ever dare be like, why don't, why do you even want a nude bra? Like, what? It's a skirt. Literally, shut up. You don't even know what you're saying. Like, if you can go online and you can find a billion things and you can find all these different colors and you have all these different wardrobe options, like, you don't know. So stop. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um... These plus size stores like Torrid, I think is one of them, like Lane Bryant, they sell clothing that um, they believe that people want to wear. And because of the beauty industrial complex in the past like 30 years and the fitness boom in the 80s, people just assume that fat people are ashamed of their bodies, don't want to be visible and want to wear things like floral patterns, polka dots, oversized things that hide their bodies. So that's the clothes that they make. And I wish I could like insert images, but obviously this is a podcast, but look for yourself. Go on a plus size clothing website and tell me if you want to wear any of those clothes. Who would? They're ugly. Even if you go on a website, like one that has norm or in quotes normal, which is hilarious because it's actually plus size is normal. Anyway, <laughs> one that has skinny people clothes and one that has plus size clothes, which again, why is the barrier so wide? Like there's a whole range of middle sizes there. Um, if you go on a website like that, you will notice that if they have a version of something made for a size zero and a plus size, it looks completely different. Like you can look up white pleated skirt on Shein and you'll see what it looks like for the skinny person and then look it up for the person that's supposed to be fat like again these models are not fat it's like an insult like they're saying that like if you are a size 10 or higher you're supposed to be labeled as fat and that's supposed to be negative 
but those people are extremely small. So then they're just excluding a whole group of people that obviously exist. And like I said, no one is using fat in a negative way here. Like people are simply fat. <laughs> like people have fat on their bodies. It's also, society that's trying to tell you it's a bad thing. Exactly. Also the connotation of fat just has so many things. Like what we're saying with fat, like even if someone is quote-unquote unhealthy first of all whatever second of all whatever but like even if someone is unhealthy they don't deserve quote-unquote they don't deserve to have clothes but second of all most people fat people quote-unquote again that people would consider to be fat are not at all yeah so and I want to clarify that Brooke was saying that in a sarcastic tone they don't yeah like people think they don't deserve to dress cute or don't deserve to like wear things because well you should just lose weight no they shouldn't anyway we'll get into that because I know some people are gonna be like Alice you're promoting obesity no anyway okay gonna be another that's gonna be another conversation but as we're on sizes the point i'm trying to make is when you say that someone who's a size 10 is plus size you're erasing everyone who is actually a size that isn't ever visible you're erasing people who are size 14 16 18 20 22 you're just acting like those people don't exist and you're not making clothes for them so then what do they wear and i listen to a lot of podcasts and i follow a lot of people that complain about this all the time. Like it's really difficult for them to find those trendy clothes and just clothes that they wanna wear because the clothes that are being made for them are ugly. And when they try to find something that other people have, they don't make them in a size for them. But these sizes, like I said, aren't abnormal. Having a waist that is 36 inches is the average. So why don't they exist? And when you say that the average is actually the extreme, those are that's gonna cause problems yeah. for people who are, going to be average which is obviously the average person exactly where eating disorders start popping up and people start having obsessions with eating healthy and going to the gym every day right like if you're saying I'm also not saying there's anything wrong with my 600 pound life but that's typically what I see as the like extreme of like the fat end is like if you're saying my 600 pound life is normal like is like uh, is like the average and therefore we won't cover the average like Again, you're missing people from where you stop at size large to my 600 pound life, which is 99.9% of the population. Exactly. So basically the problem is that the average person is not being represented in fashion. And whether that's fast fashion, sustainable fashion, high fashion, they're not being represented. And it's not just weight or shape, it's also height. Like I can't buy pants that just fit me like I'm really short if you don't know how short I am I mean you probably it's it's possible that you wouldn't tell from my Instagram anyway I'm four nine so if I buy pants I have to have them altered that combined with like my waist size and like my boobs and my butt is a disaster when you're trying to find clothing because it's all very random like stores just act like if you are thick you also would be tall which, why would that make any sense? <laughs> like they assume that if you are wearing a size extra large or if you're wearing a size 34 inch waist that you also are probably 5'10". But you know that fat short people can just exist, right? Do they know that? I don't think they know that. And you notice this too when you look at, when you start looking at clothes, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, go on a website, 
look at a size small, look at the length of the item, look at a skirt, look at pants. Then look at a size large. The length will increase, I'm telling you. But sometimes the length should not increase. Sometimes when I'm looking at pants, I don't want the pants to get longer just because I need more room in my waist. That's okay. literally not what I'm asking for at all. How do I turn off my notifications for iMessage, bro? Go to study. Anyway, as I was saying, you there are fat short people, there are fat tall people, there are skinny short people, there are skinny tall people. So these this creates problems. And there's people who are just literally, when I say fat, like I'm literally talking about someone my size or like larger. So that doesn't really encompass all people because that's such a broad term. Like how can everyone just be fat now? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't make sense that like someone who wears a size large also should be just grouped in with someone who wears a size 4xl not because wearing a 4xl is bad but because it's just literally two completely different sizes like there probably should be some middle ground there because it shouldn't just be skinny fat and we're ignoring you now if you're not skinny we're just gonna ignore you anyway i'm saying though that people who are skinny and tall also cannot find clothing for this exact problem because then the clothing gets bigger with the height. Again, why, I really can't tell you. But all this is to say that people don't want to see fat people. They just wanna ignore their existence and act like they're not there. But yet the average person is fat if what we're calling fat is a size 12. Like if that's your definition of fat, that means like your mom is fat, your aunt is fat um your cousin down the street that you haven't seen in a few years is fat your teacher is fat that person just walking along the road is fat and we're just going to ignore that they exist and not represent them in media or fashion or anything else when that's the average make it make sense it just doesn't like what's not clicking for people so there's the height i mean there's the um sizing problem where they're fake there's the problem of not being able to find things in your skin color, obviously a racism problem. There's the length problem. And let's get into now why this happened. Because it didn't used to be like this. Because most of my clothes I thrift because it I literally like can't afford to buy like $80 pants. Like I'm just poor. And um <laughs> I'm not even poor though, is the problem. No, I was gonna say you're not even poor. <laughs> Like, like who can afford $80 pants? An actual poor person still can't even afford like thrift stores. Like they're low-key getting expensive. But I'm not like some person that can afford to buy $100 pants every time I need pants. So I go thrifting for that reason. And because I genuinely am trying to be more sustainable with my like choices. And when I go thrifting, I easily find things in my waist size. Easily find size 10, 12, 14, because those are like around my sizes and sizes are fake and I don't have an actual size. But I can easily find things that fit a size 34 waist in inches. So why is it when I look for this tennis skirt, I can't find it? And this was brought up to me by, by Brooke. And she said, well, do you want to say Brooke? I think all, all I remember that I said was that like when you go into thrift stores like you said it's just so easy to find sizes there's actually not that many zero to twos to fours 
because again those are children like you're gonna find them like a children's section of the thrift store not the adults what you were saying anyway (laughs) brooke said the reason for this is because things in thrift stores are old and this oh oh, no i was getting there you were taking too long it's your tourist placement guys i literally cannot okay anyway um yeah so it's, it's just because things are older like you have older vintage quote-unquote which I think that word's overused but anyway you have vintage clothes that are like from the 80s 90s people are getting rid of them when they clean up their garages and whatever you know um it's yeah like the new fast fashion era is like was not a thing before like people didn't have a billion outfits people had three jeans they couldn't even afford Levi's like that was very expensive and like you just didn't have this fast fashion thing so when it started online like that's when the um sizes issues began Mm -hmm. and this also has to do with like the fitness boom like in the past people accepted that the average person was just going to be a larger size because that's just what it is and so when they made clothing they literally just made them in larger sizes now it's like if you are anything above a size 10 like you have to die and you need to like go work out until you're a size zero otherwise you simply can't have clothing Um, also i i don't think people understand this because like how is someone who's like 20 gonna understand the way it was in 1950 but like people that were super models like people that were very famous the people that were considered beautiful were very large quote-unquote in today's standards yeah like a perfect example to me is Marilyn Monroe if you think about her you probably think about her being a sex symbol about her being the beauty of the time everyone was obsessed with her everyone wanted her blah 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 um she weighed 140 pounds she was five feet which like that actually no she was five feet five inches of size she was 140 pounds so that's pretty normal um but she was like a size like it says 10 okay so like again she was not like fat a zero world, like the, but she wasn't a zero like you would think like Bella Hadid or them exactly, exactly so this is a new phenomenon with this whole skinny thing and also sorry really quick also be in the 80s that another thing besides just the fitness boom was also the supermodel boom that was the first time that you had other than Twiggy in the 60s that was the first time that you had supermodels that were like recognizable and that you had a fashion industry that was focused on faces to sell their brands versus the clothes themselves mm-hmm. so that's when you get all this skinny obsession combined with the fitness boom just a recipe for disaster and now it's pretty normal for people to go to the gym and believe that their bodies will change guys let's be honest (laughs) let's just all be honest with ourselves if you don't have a fat ass and a skinny waist it's not happening certain people are rectangles i'm sorry and you know what that's okay this is this is a body positivity zone and that includes all bodies now like again like yeah most people would prefer boobs and butt or whatever but like it's okay if you're rectangle but we're not not ever gonna get that everything snatched and when you see people like kylie and kim kardashian and like all these ig baddies you think like oh it's normal to have uh, big boobs and a small waist and a fat ass so like i'm abnormal and freakish because i have small boobs or i have a bigger waist or i have a really small flat ass no it's actually not normal they all got surgery guys and if you don't believe it i mean just go look at how they facetune their pictures 
if they were even satisfied with how they looked after their surgeries, why would they face tan them? They literally still don't like how they look, which tells you that those aren't their bodies. But my point is that this boom in the 80s started this fitness obsession. And no one here is saying it's unacceptable to exercise and you should eat burgers every day. Obviously, you shouldn't eat red meat every day. You're going to have like high cholesterol or whatever. But we're also saying that exercising will not change the shape of your body. It just won't. If you were going to have the genes to have a fat ass, you would simply have a fat ass because there are tons of people who don't ever exercise and look at their asses. Hello? <laughs> like, what's not clicking up there? Or if you were going to have the genes to have a skinny waist, your waist is just going to be skinny. Like, it's just how it's going to be, no matter what you eat or what you do. But if it's not, it's not, because some people don't have curves. You can't make curves with exercise. Yeah, exactly. you can gain muscle. Yeah, you can lose fat, but you can't lose fat in specific areas just because you want to really badly. That's just not yeah. how bodies work. When you exercise, the fat can go from wherever. If you happen to have a fat ass and you go and exercise, guess what? You could lose fat on your butt. Now look at you. <laughs> flat and mad <laughs> and you think oh well I was going for my stomach actually and it didn't work yeah because that's not how exercise works and if you don't believe me just look it up you can't target certain areas it goes from wherever it goes it's just how yeah. it and if someone is naturally again quote-unquote skinny which I think I would define myself in that way and most people would as well so that's again why I'm defining it that way like I literally haven't exercised one day in my life and I'm not saying that that's great like I should probably exercise because I'm like gonna be unhealthy if I'm not already but I mean I am but like again like people would be like if someone was fat people would be like oh like she's unhealthy we're worried about her we're worried about her health blah blah, blah. but like no one worries about my health and like I'm super unhealthy so so that's back to the point that like when you're some people are just going to be the way they're going to be like some people work out and try to eat really well to be a certain thing and like some people you know don't do anything and are what these people want to be and that's just the point is you're going to be what you are and yeah you can work out and eat healthy and like be, gain better heart health yeah but like you are not going to change your body that's just a fact mm -hmm. sorry and like it's, it's like a brutal fact to people because people think that they need to change their bodies. They feel like they need to look a certain way because of the culture. You don't need to look any other way besides the way you look. That's just a fact. And I know you guys are thinking, well, Alice, how come I've seen people be fat and go to the gym and then they are way skinnier? But guys, did they get the Kim Kardashian body? No, they just look now like a less fat on their body version of what they just already looked like like yes. just because you're getting like less wide doesn't mean you're getting curves and the bat the butt is going to get bigger and the boobs are going to get bigger that doesn't even make sense exactly you All literally have less fat on your body in any places yep and if someone is losing losing a significant amount of weight meaning i would say probably 50 plus pounds through exercise it's because they were a certain weight before they started but I'm talking about like the 160 pound person that thinks they need to be 120 because that's just like a random way people want to be or something. I don't even know. Like you're not going to lose weight easily. That doesn't happen. Like if you're 600 pounds, yeah, when you exercise, you're going to lose 100 pounds easily. But like when you're like a person, that the average human, like that's not going to happen. Yes. 
So if you're someone who's skinny and you exercise and you're like, well, I'm still skinny. Yeah, because you're just skinny. Those are your genes. You're just going to be skinny. And if you're someone that's fat and you exercise and you're like, dang it, I'm still fat. Yep, those are your genes. What are you going to do? That's just how life is. So this new myth that you can just change how you look by exercising as hard as you can is a lie. And guess what? The second you reach your goal weight, the second you stop exercising, you gain all that weight all the way back. All you the lost way any weight at all. One second, my mom's calling me. Anyway, so that is the fitness industrial complex and beauty industrial complex, fitness mania. Um, yeah, your body is not going to change based on how much you exercise. Like you can lose weight, but the shape of your body most likely will not change. Um, unless it's like a super extreme case, like Brooke was saying with like my 600 pound life, where you literally like don't have a shape of your body anymore. But like, that's not the average person. Like the average person also, probably just wants to lose like 20 pounds. 20 pounds yeah, isn't going to drastically change how your body looks. Also, 20 pounds is a lot. for Like you when you're at a weight like 140 for example one losing 20 pounds is a lot of weight that's what I was trying to say like when you're losing you know when you're 600 pounds and you're trying to lose weight like 100 pounds is easy yeah but, yeah mm -hmm. um also another thing is that when people like who are 600 pounds for example when they lose weight they still have all that skin that's left like they lost the weight but the stretched skin is still there so like you're never going to achieve like whatever is like the societal conception that we're trying to create like also, i guarantee another thing i've noticed is that when you like gain or lose weight um when you look back at like what you used to look like you're like oh wow i was so small i was so skinny i looked so much better but in the time when you looked that way you thought you were fat and ugly <laughs> and this happens to me all the time like I'll look at a picture of myself from like two years ago and I'm like oh my god like I was so skinny like I looked disgusting like I looked like so like unhealthy but back then I was like ew I'm so fat but like I was literally insane and delusional like I literally thought I was fat and I was like 90 pounds like was I okay <laughs> the point is you're never satisfied with how you look when you're always trying to change how you look as soon as you just accept how you look, then you notice that, like, you can be satisfied no matter what you look like. Like, if you gain weight, if you lose weight, you'll still be happy with yourself because you're happy with yourself. When it's just a weight that you're going for or a shape that you're going for, once you reach it, you think of other things that can be fixed. And then you're just not happy anymore. So the moral of that story is don't worry so much about exercising or eating healthy to look a certain way you more want to feel better you want to have better digestion you want to poop more you want to feel stronger when you exercise you want to be able to run longer you want to have your nails and your hair grow longer like you want things that are actually like mean something not just what you look like like you should just want to feel like a healthier and stronger person regardless of what you look like because you can be um 200 pounds over what people think you are and be healthy look at sumo wrestlers hello or you can be a hundred pounds underweight and be extremely unhealthy and on the brink of death so weight and shape and size is not what's quantifying if you're healthy or not and don't listen to people who are like um you need to lose weight you're unhealthy 
No, like if you are eating vegetables and you are going on your walks, you're getting fresh air, you are a healthy person. I mean, unless you have like literally cancer or something, but like I'm assuming you guys don't because <laughs> why would you? And that leads us into fat phobia and how rampant it is. I know that everyone has internalized fat phobia because they just do like don't lie to me or yourself and say you love fat people because you know at the end of the day if you gained 100 pounds you would not be happy about it like if you gained 100 pounds regardless of if your health changed or like let's say you were completely healthy strong as you'd ever been but you looked 100 pounds heavier would you be happy no you wouldn't and it's because you hate fat people and it's unacceptable but it's just what it is. Like, it's really hard to change these things when it's drilled into your mind. It's the same way that all white people are racist. Like, you're just racist because that's what drilled into your head, that people of color are inferior and that you are better and more deserving than them. That, that's what you got told either directly or indirectly your whole childhood. So why wouldn't you think that? On some level, those thoughts pop up every now and then. But at the end of the day, you know they're wrong. It's the same with fat phobia. On some level, at the end of the day, we have thoughts in our head thinking, I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to be fat regardless of my health. But why are we thinking that? Let's ask ourselves. Let's try to unpack. Let's think about how come when we look at Greek statues, they look like they have a couple pounds on them and they have um, tummies that are not flat and they have butts and they have boobs and we admire those and think they're a work of art. And then when we look at ourselves in the mirror and see us looking a little bit lumpy, we're unhappy. Why is that? Let's try to work on that. Because when you are a grown adult, you're not gonna be stick skinny, you're just not. And people say, oh, the freshman 15, like I gained so much weight. Yeah, you gain weight because you literally are an adult. <laughs> like you're not a little kid anymore like it makes sense that your body keeps changing you can go through puberty up until you're 20 people's boobs literally grow when they're 20 years old men literally get taller when they're 20 makes sense that your body is also going to gain more fat onto it especially if you're a woman if you're a woman and um you're gaining weight your body's literally preparing you to carry a child because that's just what it thinks you're going to do regardless of if you're trying to get pregnant or not it's going to be harder for you to lose weight because that weight will help you later when you do want to have kids, if you ever do. <sighs> but society will have you believe that being fat is the worst thing that could ever happen to you. Losing weight, regardless of if it's healthy or not, is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Like, look at what happened to Adele when she popped out looking skinny. And everyone was, oh my God, congratulations, Adele. But do you guys even know why or how she lost the weight? You don't know if it's because she was stressed from her divorce. You don't know if it's because she stopped eating. You don't know if she was extremely sick. You don't know. And yet you're congratulating. Why? She also wasn't like, um, guys, I worked really hard and I lost a bunch of weight and I'm really mm -hmm. proud of myself. That would be something that like you like you respond to like I'm happy for you that you were proud of yourself not because you lost weight so there's a distinction there but she didn't say anything like that people just automatically assumed it was a good thing yeah but it but yeah if someone is um let's say five feet tall and a hundred pounds and they lose 20 pounds then you're gonna say they're unhealthy and anorexic as you should so why is it okay if someone is 200 pounds and they lose a hundred pounds that then you're congratulating them because you think now they look like what is an acceptable idea to you 
but the weight loss is extreme and it's not always healthy. Also, just never comment on people's bodies ever, like literally ever. Don't tell them they gained weight. Don't tell them they lost weight. Don't tell them they're too skinny. Don't tell them they're too fat. Just don't say anything about other people's bodies. And this is a good reminder now to think about what you're saying around other people. Like, don't say to what to yourself in the mirror with your friend in the back oh I look so fat and disgusting like I'm literally so fat when you're a size zero and then turn to your friend that's a size 14 and be like oh you're beautiful your body's amazing so what's the truth then and don't say well I can feel insecure about my body you can't when you're saying those things out loud to other people and I've seen that argument all the time like I'm allowed to feel insecure about how I look and say whatever I want no, you're not. Because then how's your friend going to feel? Do you actually not care about how they feel at all? Do you just not? Also, you're insecure about something that they are. Exactly. So, again, I don't even think you're allowed to be insecure because what you're insecure about is inherently phobic. So exactly. That's like saying you're insecure because your skin looks darker and your friend is black. How would that not be racist? So, again, how is this not fat phobic? Like, it just is. Like, yeah, you're insecure about something, but what you're insecure about is acceptable to, is unacceptable, sorry. It's unacceptable to be insecure about those things. No one should be saying, I'm insecure because I look darker today. Same way you shouldn't be saying you're insecure because you look fatter. It is offensive, and if you are going to try to argue with me, I mean, I don't really care. Like, (laughs) you're probably going to be arguing with yourself because, like, I'm not going to really, like yeah care about what you're saying it just is what it is um my final point i guess is just that the body positivity movement as we know it now was intended for and created by fat people so when skinny people come and say well people shame me for being skinny and i need body positivity too you're literally all lives mattering body positivity like someone telling you to eat a burger isn't the same as going to the doctor and they say to you that you're unhealthy and they won't look into any of your illnesses because they just say it's your fault because you're fat and then you die in a few weeks because you actually had a liver infection that has happened to people look it up it's not the same as going into a store and you can't find anything that fits you even though your size is one standard deviation above the national average, it's not the same as um, watching shows and movies and never seeing anyone that looks like you and you try to relate to people and they're the ones saying, oh, like I'm so fat today. It's not the same. So stop complaining about people telling you to eat a burger. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it's unacceptable that someone commented on your body, but you're not being systemically oppressed because of how you look. The same way, yes, it's annoying that um, someone said something. I don't even know. I actually have no sympathy for white people, so I couldn't even come up with a comparison. (laughs) But it's the same as when white people are like, well, someone said I was a cracker. Okay. (laughs) Where does that, like, what do you want me to say to you? Like, did you die? Like, did you have a right taken away from you? Did you lose like an opportunity because of that? No, so stop complaining. Body positivity is for people who need it, for people whose bodies aren't represented and aren't celebrated. So stop trying to force your way into something that you don't belong to and don't need. So in conclusion, 
clothing sizes are fake. The fashion industry needs to be destroyed. Same with the beauty industrial complex and fitness mania. Um, working out isn't going to make you look how you want to look. It's going to make you healthier. That's it. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be satisfied if you're doing it to look a certain way. And if you see other people looking a certain way, you're not them. Their bodies were already built like that underneath whatever they lost or whatever they gained with muscle. It's just how they were going to be shaped. If you see people online looking like that and you want to look like them, that's surgery, guys. It's just surgery. And we all need to work on our internalized and externalized fat phobia and ask ourselves, what is wrong with having fat on your body? So I think that was all I wanted to say today. And thank you, Brooke, for joining me. Um, thank you so much for inviting me and having me. You're welcome. <laughs> and I guess we'll probably see you, like, well, not Brooke, but me and Octavia might see you in January. So, yeah. Bye. Bye.